0: Ahab was the wicked king of Israel. King Jehoshaphat had no business aligning himself with King Ahab. Nevertheless, the Bible says that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. That's interesting wording, because geographically, Samaria, where Ahab reigned, was north of Jerusalem, where Jehoshaphat reigned. And while came down probably refers to the fact that Jehoshaphat left Jerusalem, Mount Zion, it may in fact also be describing his moral descent to Ahab's level. As Jehoshaphat is visiting King Ahab, Ahab is conferring with his staff about whether or not they should go to war with Syria to take possession of Ramoth Gilead. Ahab turns to Jehoshaphat and says, If I do go to battle against Syria, will you go with me? And Jehoshaphat foolishly answers, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. But then Jehoshaphat adds one request. Before you make your decision, would you seek the will of God about this, please? King Ahab said, oh, sure, sure. I have a whole bunch of prophets who will tell us God's will. Ahab turns to his staffer and says, go get the prophets and bring them in to tell us God's will. Of course, these prophets weren't true prophets of God. These men were on Ahab's paid staff. It was their job to tell the king what he wanted to hear. They remind me of the mentality of the current pop culture Christianity, which says, which Bible version do you prefer? Anytime the message originates with our preferences instead of with God's spirit, we're getting what we want to hear, not what God wants us to hear. So one after another, these paid prophets stood before Ahab and Jehoshaphat and said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. Jehoshaphat listened to a bunch of these prophets, and then he turned to Ahab and said, "'Aren't there any prophets besides these that could tell us the will of the Lord?' And Ahab said, "'Well, there's one guy, but I hate him. He's always prophesying bad about me.' Jehoshaphat said, "'Don't say that, King Ahab.' So Ahab said to his staffer, "'Go get Micaiah and tell him to come here quickly.' Ahab's staffer went and found Micaiah, and he told him, "'The king wants to go to battle against Syria to take Ramoth-Gilead back. He's looking for confirmation from his prophets.' everybody's saying what the king wants to hear. Could you for once just go along with everybody else, Micaiah? And Micaiah said, I'll say what the Lord wants me to say. As Micaiah makes his way towards Ahab's throne, He hears prophet after prophet saying, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver Ramoth-Gilead into the hand of the king. There's even one guy who had made a set of iron horns as an object lesson. And he said, King Ahab, with these horns, you're going to push the Syrians until you've destroyed them. Just then King Ahab looked over and saw Micaiah. And he said, Micaiah, tell us, should we go and fight to take Ramoth-Gilead? What does the Lord say? And in spirit-led mockery, Micaiah says, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver Ramoth-Gilead into the hand of the king. Ahab knew what Micaiah was doing, and he said, Stop it, Micaiah. What does God really say? And Micaiah's whole demeanor changes. Oh, you really want to know the mind of the Lord this time? Then I'll tell you. I had a vision. I saw the armies of Israel scattered in the hills like sheep without a shepherd, and the Lord sent them all home. Ahab turned to Jehoshaphat and said, See, I told you he never has anything good to say about me. Micaiah said, I wasn't finished. I saw a meeting that the Lord had with all the hosts of heaven. And the Lord said, I want Ahab to go to battle at Ramoth Gilead, where he'll be killed. Who can make him go? And a lying spirit stood up and said, I can. I'll make all the prophets that advise Ahab tell him to go up. Ahab, these prophets that stand before you, they're filled with that lying spirit. Just then, the guy with the iron horns walked over and smacked Micaiah in the face and rebuked him for saying that he was not speaking by the Spirit of the Lord. Micaiah said to him, You'll know the truth when you're hiding in fear. King Ahab ordered his men to seize Micaiah, throw him in prison, and treat him with cruelty until Ahab returned from the battle victorious. And as they're leading Micaiah away, he says to the crowd, Hear what I say. If Ahab returns from the battle alive, then I'm not a prophet of the Lord." Ahab and Jehoshaphat went to battle with their armies. Ahab tried to make Jehoshaphat the target and spare his own life by convincing him to wear his royal attire into battle while he himself dressed as just another soldier. The king of Syria ordered his men to go straight after Ahab, and when they saw Jehoshaphat, they thought it was Ahab. When Jehoshaphat cried out to his own men for help, the Syrian soldiers realized it wasn't Ahab, and they withdrew. Meanwhile, In another part of the battle, a Syrian soldier aimed his arrow at a man he thought was just another random soldier, but it was Ahab. The arrow killed Ahab, and the battle was over. Ahab was the most evil king that Israel had known. He had defied the word of the Lord again and again. The people didn't have the courage to stand up to Ahab or to his wicked wife Jezebel, but Ahab's payday came in this battle against Syria. And God used one courageous man of God to put all of Israel on notice that God was about to judge their wicked king. Christian, it is every believer's duty to stand boldly and steadfastly for the principles of God's word. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at stay the at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you. So dear Christians, stay the course. God promising is yours. We shall reach